Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. Well, now, <laughs> it's time for Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Who am I? It's me, Harvey Russell, the character Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays in the new movie Rampage with The Rock. I work for the FBI in their special giant animals division. And here I am, plugging Radio Free Brooklyn for you this morning. As my grandpappy always used to tell me, uh, on Thursday, May 3rd, the next Radio Free Brooklyn presents First Thursdays at the Well Show is taking place, and that's for the Stone Giant EP release. Retro Rockers Stone Giant, a recent winner of the Delhi Magazine's NYC Emerging Artist Poll, will be releasing their new EP on Thursday, May 3rd at the Well with Crowd the Airwaves and Trip. The band is highly influenced by rock and roll legends such as Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, Black Sabbath, and Deep Purple, among many other bands of that movement in time, which is mostly too heavy for me. All that stuff. Scary. It's scary rock. My iPod is just Willie Nelson's Whiskey River on repeat while I go to work at the FBI in the morning. Crowd the airwaves, however, are three nice girls that just want to melt your face off. So beware! The well is located at 272 Metzerol Street, right here in Brooklyn. Advanced tickets are only $8 at rfb.nyc slash tickets, but they'll be $10 at the door, so get them ahead of time! This is what Brooklyn sounds like, and it sounds amazing. That's this, not this Thursday, Thursday, May 3rd, at the well, here in Brooklyn. Join us, won't you? Now it's time for Young Burst Radio. We'll get Colbin here. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Burst's Radio! Hi! Hi! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby! It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trachtenberg with a very quick phone call. It's me, Jean Craighead George. It's Monica! Yay! Yay! Can I tell you a pigeon story? He's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Louis Simon. What but- kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The out of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. This is me It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller, I'm not a fan of the show. No. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. 
his fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly really can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. What they say about the fittest. Brooklyn. It's me, your host, Colby Smith, here for you until 11 a.m. this morning, at which point we will be followed by the great sports talk show, Points of Order, and then at noon by the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 11 by, uh, uh, 11 again, good God. 1 p.m. follows 12 noon, everybody. This uh, show is now teaching preschoolers how to count, apparently. 11, then 12, then 1 p.m. again. At 1 p.m., we have Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So keep that dial tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn all morning long. And the way to do that, of course, is to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. This is an Internet-only station. It's a nonprofit station supported entirely, entirely by listeners such as yourselves. So if you want to learn how you can get involved, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. And a new way to listen that we are very excited to uh, have working now is uh, the app, the Radio Free Brooklyn app, available for iOS or iOS, as the previous host pronounced it. It's available for iOS and Android and on the Google Play Store and anywhere where you can get apps. That's the Radio Free Brooklyn app. It's uh, uh, the best way to listen on the go to Radio Free Brooklyn so please do that. This, in the meantime, is Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith, here on Radio Free Brooklyn until 11 a.m. Our number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. And please call in. I encourage you to do so to talk to me and my guest. Now, who is my guest? She is what we in show business call a triple threat. And <laughs> that she is a stand-up, an improviser. And host a podcast. In fact, that podcast, Dead Meat, will have its first ever, right? Yeah. First ever live show at Union Hall here in Brooklyn next Sunday, April 29th at 8 p.m. It features guests James Dwyer, previous guest on this program, Keisha Zoller, who everybody knows from UCB, and Nicole Silverberg, Nicole Silverberg who was an editor at Reductress and now writes for Full Frontal with Samantha B. That's next next. Jesus Christ. Next Sunday, April 29th at Union Hall at 8 p.m. Please welcome the wonderful Maggie Widows is here. Oh, my gosh. What an introduction. I'm what what an honor. Thank you so much, Colby. You flatter me. Oh, with your uh, well, presence. I don't. Th- uh, oh, with my presence. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, don't think I complimented you. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I wasn't trying to flatter you. No, no. Nobody ever does. <laughs> 
How's it going, Maggie? Oh, well, you know, um, I'm a little hoarse. My voice is a little hoarse right now, but uh, and that's just allergies. Mm. Uh, yeah. But other than my allergies, things are great. That's great. Yeah. You get the spring great. allergies. Oh, man, the spring, the summer, the fall, winter, they go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. How about for the next hour, we just talk about what allergy medications Absolutely. Are I'd love to talk Let's about my rank antihistamine. Them. Number one. Claritin. Claritin. Number two. Zyrtec. Zyrtec. Three. Flonase. Get that, that, get that nasal steroid going. Five. Wait. Four. I can't count. Four. What is... Today's... Well, it's Sunday. You know, it's, this is an hour that I struggle with sure sure in that it's a morning hour mm-hmm. you, um, you are a, a night owl well i love uh i if i could sleep all day every day i uh-huh. would uh and who knows if that's mentally a sound thing to feel but uh i love sleeping i think it i think it's fine yeah. i don't think you gotta beat yourself up over well, I'm not, wanting I'm, more sleep yeah yeah i love it i love it um but i am tough in the morning mm. yeah yeah yeah. We're catching you with this is tough hour. Yeah. For Maggie. <laughs> oh, I'm a rough and tumble <laughs> bitch in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. You're like Harvey Russell who was here a second Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. And that guy, what a hulking. <laughs> he really he's I, a physically intimidating. Does he have a home? He it feels like he just wandered in here. I gotta uh, say, I don't think he went to sleep last night. Yeah. I think he's just been walking the streets. What a hot guy. <laughs> what a hot, hot guy. Did you see Rampage? I wouldn't miss it. First night. <laughs> The reason I got Movie Pass was so that I could see it multiple times <laughs> on different days. Yes, every yeah. day. Yeah, you're yeah. a Movie Pass subscriber. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Sometimes I just go in for a little nap mm-hmm. if I have a couple hours <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to go home. <laughs> I mean, movie theaters, especially, are some with reclining seats. Oh uh, yeah, great places to take naps. If you need a public bathroom, mm-hmm. get on in there. You just paid for it already. You paid for it already. <laughs> Every time I read an article that mentions MoviePass now, they seem to refer to it as controversial uh, uh, app MoviePass. I, and I'm like, what is the controversy? What's the controversy? It rocks. It's the best. <laughs> for those who don't know, MoviePass is uh, is the craze that's sweeping the nation. Yeah, absolutely. Where you pay like $10 a month, they send you a card, and then you have an app on your phone. You go to the movie theater, you check in on the app, they send the amount of the ticket to the card, to like the debit card, you swipe that thing, you pay for it, you're seeing a movie every day. Every day. Uh, unlimited movies for $10 a month, folks. Mm-hmm. $10 a month? I'm going to tell you right now. Movies in New York City, they're costing $18 sometimes if mm-hmm. you're going to 3D, as you should keep up with the tech. <laughs> you, I'm a I'm a silicon head. You're, you're an early adopter. <laughs> oh, huge. You couldn't tell from my Google glasses I, I wore? <laughs> I wasn't going to mention them, but... Uh, no, well... <laughs> they look sharp. Yeah, they don't work. <laughs> oh, okay. The okay. technology is null, but... Uh, <laughs> you're still wearing them for I the like fashion. Yeah. <laughs> I want to project what... I want to project my uh, early adopter persona. Yeah. Yeah. You have an Alexa? You have an Amazon Alexa? I will say... There's something dads love Alexas. They there was really do. A Christmas slash Hanukkah season a couple years ago when it came out, and I swear to God, everyone got one from their dad, as did I. And my dad still asks me, "You using your Alexa? How's your Alexa going?" I'm like, "Yeah, Dad. I'm, I'll ask it the weather and ask it to play music, but <laughs> other than that, it is completely useless to me." Now, Maggie, 
Would you believe we already have a caller on the line? Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. I'm going to get them through here. Oh. Caller, you are on the air with me and Maggie Widows. Hi. Hi. Hey, who's this? This is Jack in Chicago. Jack in Chicago. How's it going, Jack? It's going great. Uh, I was just going to uh, uh, give my two cents about the controversy about MoviePass. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah let's, hear, let's hear some... Uh, Here's some some uh, some opposing opinions. Now, I don't have a stance on it. I don't have Movie Pass, but my understanding is that uh, the they pay the movie studios in full for um, for the price of the ticket. But uh, in exchange, they collect your data and the data of what people use what movies and where. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. What people use what movies. What people see what movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sell it. And people who are against uh you know free data sharing you know there's that old canard uh if the product is free then you're the product um yeah i guess that's what people say okay okay yeah yeah that makes sense so they're seeing that i'm going to wild hogs 10 times in one week and they're and they're they're saying well we gotta gotta reboot wild hogs what a pull wild Wild hogs is do you remember wild hogs jack yeah, I do. I also like that you saw it since Movie Pass came out, like it was showing at Alamo Draft House in a retrospective or something. Yeah. What if what Wild Hogs, totally. Wild Hogs, Wild Hogs becomes like, like yeah, it I know. becomes like an Eraserhead, yeah. like Rocky Horror, oh my god, like style, like midnight movie classic. <laughs> people are like wearing costumes to people go see Wild in, Hogs. Co- people come in with their old ladies and the in the Wild Hog. <laughs> oh. And they're wearing the, uh, that, that you know the shirt that biker guys wear that say, if you can read this, the bitch fell off? Yes! Oh, my, oh my God. God, Jack. Yes. Oh. I'm wearing that. Absolutely. <laughs> I oh. love that. So, so disgusting. Can you curse on Radio Free Brooklyn? Yeah. Yes. It's a radio, internet radio, baby. Ugh. Okay, good. what I just said. Yeah, no, you were good. Yeah, I, I think I've already said bitch, and I didn't even ask, so uh, that's... Yeah, thank you for being courteous, unlike yeah. my guest in studio. Oh, I'm reckless. <laughs> yeah, this is tough Maggie hour. Yeah, tough. I've already said it's tough Maggie hour. I'm coming in rough and tumble. There's no hour where Maggie isn't tough. Oh, my God, Jack, you know me. Mm-hmm. You know me. That's absolutely yeah. how I feel. Yeah, I'm, I got to come out with punches, because if not, they're coming for me. That's an old canard. This is my too. first time listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and I figured I would call in. Oh well, I'm so glad you did. Yeah, it's a hell of an operation. Well, thank you. You know, uh, if you if you happen to be in the New York area on Thursday, May third, uh, I have I know what you're going to be doing that night, and it's seeing Retro Rockers, <laughs> Stone Giant, uh, recent winner of the Delhi Magazine's NYC Emerging Artist Poll. But but you got to beware because there is. Also, there are three nice girls ready to melt your face yeah. off, and they're called crowd the airway. <laughs> and and you gotta beware. Uh, I love that. I'm gonna go. I, just... I, I think I, I I work for a living um, in Chicago, so unfortunately I can't uh, oh. just just fly out. Um, Bless you. I, I yeah. Notice, but thank you for the invitation. No, yeah. of course, of course. I mean that that extends to everybody listening as well. Yeah, it'll be a great time. You know, if there are if there are you know stalkers out there who are who are looking for a good chance to like meet me. <laughs> yeah, are there coldy heads? Because yeah. you're you're very uh, private about your information, notoriously. Definitely, yeah. You yeah. use a pseudonym on the air. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you're based out of Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a pirate radio ship, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I do this from the <laughs> I do this from the bunker. Yeah. You remember Mark Levin would always call his studio the bunker? Ugh. Remember him? Is he still he's still broadcasting, I don't. right? He's still mad. What do all these like conservative talk radio guys do now that they like everything is working out for them? You know, like uh, what are they mad about? Oh, they're they're. <laughs> I think they find things to be mad about. I'm sure, but they're I mean, mad that's their... that their voice can't be louder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're mad that there is a maximum <laughs> to their volume. <laughs> it would be cool if they just became like quiet NPR hosts. Oh, that like, would well, be no news today. It's like, well, it's like, well uh, 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 thank you all for coming in. You're expecting me to yell about yeah. Obama, but Trump is in the White House and uh, Republicans control the. Oh, my God. Alt-right. So just like, Quiet alt-right is such a funny <laughs> yeah. personality. Drinking herbal tea. And, uh, I've, been, I've been meditating Welcome back a lot. To all right, that's as much politics as we're going to do this morning. <laughs> I thought this was a po- I thought I was coming Yeah, save here. it for the later show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the 1 p.m. Uh, that's the 1 p.m. hour. We got to keep this, uh, we got to keep it separate. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And you basically don't like to alienate your uh, kind of middle America. Yeah, I do. Basket listener like well, me. I mean, I mean, I got, I got Tim Keck calling in every week. That's, uh, Does that's he a, really? Does oh. Tim call in every week? Oh, he's going to, he's going to call in. It, momentarily, I guarantee you. Now, Jack, I'll tell you something. I met Tim Keck by playing a softball game with him. Really? Yes. Ooh, okay. A big hulking How about man. That? Yeah. Um, good for spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to. I hope he calls in so we can talk to him all about that. Jack, thank you so much for calling. We'll talk soon. Please call again. Of course, you got it. Thanks, Jack. Bye. Jack from Chicago. That's my best friend, Jack from Chicago. <laughs> no. I love this. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, more people should call. It's 904-351-0729. No, no, it's not the right number. <laughs> I was trying to do the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, did our, that come off? Our number at when the station first started was uh, it was I think it was. Like it was, I forgot the area code, but it was, uh, it was this B 52s. No, it wasn't 8675309. It was this B 52 song that ended in 0842. And I don't remember the first part. Oh. I'm going to look it up. Oh, eight, four. I love the B 52s. Yeah, they're really good. 606 0842. Cool. Yeah. That's fun. Well, that's you were going to say something and I cut you off because I was too excited about the phone number that doesn't exist anymore. No, I wasn't going to say a thing. Not a thing. Great. Now the resentment is starting to fester. Well, I hate we you. made it 20 minutes in. <laughs> Maggie. Yes. Tell us about the show that's coming up next oh, week. This boy, is oh a boy. live version of your podcast that you co-host with Jamie Lutz. Yes. Uh, it's called Dead Meat. M-E-E-T. Yes. M-E-E-T. Um, because it is, it's an improvised podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie and I host in character as uh, I am a character called Ruth Michaels Ginsburg and she is uh, Tanya Plank. And we are two mediums from central Connecticut, uh, mostly broadcasting out of the Danbury Fair Mall. If you're if you're, you know, in the central Connecticut area, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. Uh, and we every every episode we have uh, guests come on and they improvise characters, sometimes real, uh, most time made up uh, uh, as ghosts. And mm. we help them with their unfinished business. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we've very had, cool. you know, Betsy DeVos on there. Wow. Oh, huge. 
Wow, she's a ghost? Yeah, she's dead. Okay. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she real dead. <laughs> the yeah. guest list is pretty insane, though. Yeah. We're talking Faria Khan, everyone's favorite. My the stand-up of the moment, I would perhaps. absolutely say that, yeah. Faria Khan, she's been on this show, too. Okay, that's uh, pretty exciting. <laughs> it is a, it's a competition. She yeah, was, uh, you absolutely. Know. Kelsey Bailey is on. She was our first episode ever. Alex Song. My God. Patrick Keene. Yeah. Everybody's favorites are on this show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, fun time. Yeah. And you're going to do it live. And we're going to do it live at Union Hall. I know. Hallowed it's ground. Hallowed ground from, you know, the broad city gals have been there. <laughs> Uh, uh, can I just, since you mentioned the Broad City Gals, tell a brief story. So after their first season, if you recall, they did a tour. They did a live tour. Yes, I do remember that. They did the Bell House here uh-huh. in like 2013 or something. A good year. 2014. Yeah. yeah. I went to the show. Okay. It was like an hour plus, right? Right. I would, did let they, me, what did they do? Well, I was going to ask you, how much of the show, percentage-wise, do you think is clips from... The as yet unreleased second season no. at the time, no, or taking questions from the audience. No, ninety percent. I would say not quite ninety percent, but like like half. Like oh yeah, it's just that doesn't. Yeah. Oh, no. and I should if I factored in uh, just like dancing really hard, that would bring <laughs> it up to like seventy percent. Okay, so it was sort of a more of a Q and A. Ninety ninety second Street Y uh, yes, yeah. show than yeah. anything else. It's for people who could, couldn't make it to the six train. Yeah, <laughs> it is hard to get your act together to do that. Yeah, knowing you got to go to the Upper East Side. This is for all you New York City folks. Sometimes it's just too much if you don't live on that line. Do you go to these uh, these like panel events like this, uh, Mag? Have you gone before? Um. No, but I like to watch them. Mm. Like when they're put up, yeah. they're almost always like recorded. Kaylee Center stuff yes. or Ninety Second Street Y. Like I love that kind of thing to watch. But uh, I don't know. I was thinking recently maybe I should start going more. Mm-hmm. But that's also probably like no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah. Um, I love like a lot of the speakers are obviously incredible. Um, but. Yeah, I just, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not like buying tickets to go up there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I definitely, especially when I first moved to New York, would go to that kind of thing much more frequently than yeah. I do now. Uh, just because, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a culture vulture. I need to look at uh, well experience I, this, and you uh, do have that tattoo, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, culture <laughs> <laughs> across your chest, uh, in the like Hell's Angels. Font. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you got a wild hog in my presence. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I have a hard time with that that kind of event. I think for the most part, uh, people are not good on stage. I completely agree. <laughs> and uh, then you have to sit through the Q&A section, which should be banned uh, in a constitutional amendment, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it should be core to America's values that we don't have questions from the audience. It is so insane. I was yeah. at... Uh, a friend of mine had a movie premiere at Tribeca Friday. And, um, you know, he has to do a Q&A after or whatever. Mm. And it's just like whack. I know. <laughs> it's so whack. Uh, the whole, it's like, first of all, who are these people <laughs> who are just coming to this Tribeca movie 
it was mostly, you know, his friends, family, producers, right. the people in the like. Yeah. But it's like, who are these other people that just bought tickets to a random independent movie <laughs> premiering? Cinephiles, Maggie. Cinephiles. Cinephiles. Absolutely. This is where they live. I know. I guess I'm saying why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. No, to that. I I get it. I I love. I you know I'm a movie pass yes investor, so yes. I I get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Q and A part is like really indulgent. Horrible. It's so masturbatory. I once went to see Fran Lebowitz speak. Yes, and taking questions from the audience at that event is maybe the only acceptable time. Yeah, uh, because that's like she, she loves that part of it. Yeah, and uh, but and she rocks. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Big fan over here. Yeah. Big fan. I, I, uh, there's some people who I'm like totally fine with it. Like Mm -hmm. when Ruth Michael Ginsburg did the 90s, I was like, you know, your character did the, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just said my character instead of our (laughs) incredible uh, (laughs) Supreme Supreme Court Justice. Justice. But you know what? I think that speaks a lot to how I, uh, you know, the, you inhabit her. the confidence <laughs> yeah. that I have in my uh, very fictional medium from Central Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but when our Supreme Court justice, uh, I was like, she was on that book tour, and it was like mm-hmm. she crushed all the questions. Her answers made me feel hopeful. Yeah. about things made me. I was like, this is a Q and A, but like, you know, if you throw. Andrew Garfield up there mm-hmm. and ask him a Q and A. I don't. I am not interested. Yeah, he's a hottie. Mm-hmm. I get it. Sure, not interested, Andrew. <laughs> Next, it's so funny you mentioned him specifically because uh, uh, I think it's also hard to find a good uh, moderator for these things a lot of the time. Yeah, the one I saw an advanced screening of Birdman when uh, Birdman was uh-huh. coming out. Uh, and uh, Emma Stone and, and a bunch of the cast were doing this, and Q&A she was dating at the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they've uh, they've since parted ways. But what? I don't know. I don't know. What? <laughs> no. What do you no. mean? No. He's uh, he's on the market, Devis- Maggie. No, they're they're my celebrity. <laughs> no, but uh, the the question. The moderator asked Michael Keaton at one point. No, what was it? Was do you see acting as a, a a journey outside the self or a deep dive into the self? No! And uh, in in a, a credit where credits due, a very funny moment, he got out of his chair and just laid on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael, I'm like, I'm into that. It's like, he gets it. Yeah. Well, Michael Keaton started as a stand-up. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I would never, I, I have no idea what was, it was like. He but, was, uh, came from the comedy. He mm-hmm. was like New York, old New York theater and stand-up he like, guy. I think he's like did the Tonight Show. If he didn't do the Tonight Show, he did like the talk show circuit of that era. Yeah. There are like videos on YouTube of him uh, uh, like doing his like tight five at yeah. the time. And it's like. Keaton's type five. Yeah. Well, that was my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started comedy. Yeah. I saw on YouTube. But anyway, you saw the show uh, 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 on Sunday, next Sunday. Yeah. We got, we, you got some high profile yeah, guests on this Yeah, we're really thing. excited about it. Uh, and you've had James on here, mm-hmm. you mentioned. Love James. So I, funny. I, I think each of them has also a very different voice, so I'm very excited to see what they choose as ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it really is uh like there's so much i'm sure you feel that with this comedy with this radio show but there's so much that like feels like a chore to do mm-hmm. in when like creatively i have no and, idea what you mean no absolutely <laughs> not at all um but this show like it's just such a joy mm. i every time i do it it is fun and i think also like if you're an improv person out mm. there it's that stuff has become so like it can be not fun anymore yeah and this has brought back i'm like this is just we're just having a good time here yeah, yeah. now you have been doing a bunch of stand up lately i have how have you found the the transition easy great yeah <laughs> uh easy i went from being uh <laughs> no i'm kidding i mean yeah i i have i've always done like characters and yeah. storytelling and stuff but i think i just like you know i had a point where i was like i want to it, it feels like i'm more productive to do definitely um stand yeah. up and stuff and uh, as, as i've started writing more it also has lended itself to that mm-hmm. i think more easily um yeah and I'm in more control. Nice. Yeah. And I'm a control fiend. <laughs> I need it. 904-351-0729 if you want to call in. 904-7321. Seven digits. Uh-huh. <laughs> All you need when you're on Radio Free Brooklyn, baby. That's right. Now, Maggie, we are going to move on to a segment Oh boy. That has uh, that has been passed down through through the years of uh, of me studying the the great interviewers, you know, your, your Terry Gross, uh, really just Terry Gross, Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Uh, this Terry. section is good. what Terry Gross, Terry Crews, uh, <laughs> Michael Strahan, <laughs> Kelly Ripa. Uh, Look, I just want to say one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Since we're talking about Kelly and Michael. You know, Michael's yeah. gone. It's it's Kelly and Ryan Seacrest now. Absolutely. Kelly Ripa is so good uh-huh. at doing that thing on that show. Uh-huh. They are so, that is such a good show. She is, <laughs> she doesn't need him. No, she could just I, do it all I, by herself. I tr- like, I think Regis and Kelly was, the. I, I, yeah. I, they were so good people right off Kelly Ripa. And I'm like. Kelly Ripa Manua, because <laughs> this is the the stuff. She never, she is never. People, like, I mean, and they get like some of the dregs of guests on this thing because it's like it's a and she, morning day show. She greets them with the same yes, into like passion, interest. And she is. She always has a funny thing to say. Yes, I mean, it's not like like give her an HBO special. It's no. not like that kind of funny, but just like she is so good charming at, yes she's yes. so good at her job yes and i i love that yeah i, I i'm like i really th- uh, yeah i don't think that's cheesy i'm like good she nails it that's a hard job she has to wake up definitely very early yes. and be more on than yeah. on like my depression and anxiety <laughs> would just crumble <laughs> i'd come on sometimes and be like well i want to die uh, <laughs> yeah Jennifer Aniston, tell me about your new water. <laughs> your new water. Yeah. It's infused yeah. with feelings. And then and then she's like, she just takes it super seriously. Yes. And then she will kind of like make fun of stuff sometimes, yes. but always in a way that feels like very playful loose and, and loving. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Love Kelly Ripa. 
Uh, That's a good aside. You heard it here. Yeah, it was. So here we go. This is the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. This is a series of questions. Is this like the Proust Vanity Fair? It's my version of that. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. The first question. Proust. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Of whatever. <laughs> this is well, this no, is a Brooklyn free radio no, show. I got no egghead show. No egghead show. Yeah. First question: Who is an actor or actress who you, when you see them come on screen, you go, "Oh, neat." Oh, neat. Huh. Um. Uh. Oh, neat is such it's that's not a I love them. It's a it's, it's like a very a, like, oh, wow, they're great. Yeah. I don't think about them all the time, but now here they are in front of me. Um, I uh, like Catherine it. Keener. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great answer. Every time she's on, I'm like, oh, I'm going to look at this movie a little differently now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I love her. 40 year old virgin. She killed. Right. <laughs> I just love, yeah, she brings like such a specific energy Mm -hmm. to a movie that I, and I think I love when people put, when she's in a movie, because it's always very different than, but like, she has such a calmness Mm -hmm. to her. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Katherine Keener performance? I'm only saying this because I just rewatched Get Out. Oh, she's so scary in it. She's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Get Out. Absolutely oh, terrifying. God. Yeah. Is that, uh, yeah, that, that does such a good movie. It is <laughs> so good. It's crazy. I was when like, when he, I forgot how relieving that end scene is. Oh, yeah. When yeah. the, but the, the, more specifically, the part when he gets in his friend's car. Mm-hmm. And because all the pressure that you've built up that is so real and yeah. anxiety ridden is like, completely dispelled when mm-hmm. he's like when he's like how'd you find me and he just goes i'm motherfucking tsa yeah. ts motherfucking a yeah and it's like oh we good we're <laughs> all good no it's chill again <laughs> uh yeah i i just I, people i feel like when i came out we were like can you believe that this this guy made like this scary Movie and it's like this. Is, I think I feel like comedy and horror are so close in terms of like the mechanics that make them work because it's all like yeah. it's all set up and payoff. Yeah, you know? it's just like stretching that out. I've recently. I used to not be able to watch horror really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a kid who like when I was younger. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was very like masochistic, so I'd be like, "No, mom, are you afraid of the dark? It's actually really funny." And then like I wouldn't be able to sleep, and yeah. she was like, yeah. "Well, see, you are." <laughs> sobbing thinking there's robbers coming um but now that i'm an adult and in control of my mental health Mm -hmm. uh i'm much i i like really enjoy horror and thriller movies yeah Yeah. definitely definitely yeah um next question oh my god okay you are stricken ill uh very very ill what show do you throw on while you heal Okay. Here we go. And the obvious answer to me is probably what everyone on here says. The Office. Oh, this is I, this is not the first time, but it's honestly not. Uh, I, I feel like you think it's going to be like everybody says this. Yeah. But they don't. Okay. They don't say it. The Office or The Crown. Oh, yes. Oh. Juliet Prather talked about The Crown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I yeah. love The Crown. It's just gorgeous. Um, 
Yeah, The Office is a feel-good to me mm-hmm. and really makes me laugh. Still deeply problematic sometimes. Uh, is it? Yeah, Michael's, Michael says some things now that I'm like, ah, that doesn't feel good. Oh. The treatment of some people doesn't feel great. Uh, and again, it always probably, it always wasn't good. Sure. But I just wasn't. I mean, it, it came out in 2006. Yeah. We weren't equipped then. No, George Bush was president. <laughs> exactly. George Bush was president. We had we had the the surge in Iraq going on. Yeah, I was I was thinking about other things. We were watching the office going. Oh, I don't know if Stanley is getting treated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I will say this about the office: I don't think I realized at the time how like zany it is. It's insane. Yeah, there is for me. I've. As in my, you know, hundredth rewatching of it. Yes. I've uh, become very interested in their cold opens. Mm. And they do some of the wildest shit. They did just basically one cold open just starts with them making a music video that goes throughout the office the whole time. <laughs> and then it cuts and then they never mention it again yeah. in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most like cheers like yes thing where it's just like you got this cold open it's just a it's just one joke and yeah. then uh then the, sh- the like the real show starts, totally you know um yeah i love it yeah did you watch uh scrubs were you a scrubs uh scrubs a fan? Yeah, no. yeah yeah no 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 i tried to hmm. that era i mean i watched more i was more emo then i was oh, like okay. I, I would rewatch felicity Allie McBeal. Uh-huh. Uh, Daria. Did you like Daria? I love Daria. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, the OC, you know, um, Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. so many white shows. <laughs> it's like so bad. Uh, or not bad, but it's just what it was. I mean, that's all that was there, really. I know. You know? I know. Um, yeah. Hmm. Now I'm really into, oh, actually, I'm going to. Change my answer. I would have Terrace House. Do you know Terrace House? No, I don't know Terrace House. It is a Japanese reality show that Netflix... I've been watching forever. I was, like, torrenting it when it premiered in Japan. It is, like, the Xanax of TV shows. Mm -hmm. It would help me heal. Terrace House. Ah. Yeah. Terrace House uh, 1990s sitcom opening is the video that came up immediately on YouTube. Very (laughs) interesting. Uh but now Netflix has like I think four seasons of it or something, okay. and it's awesome and relaxing and just I want to live in that mm, world. Very cool. Yeah, so that's my answer. Nice. Yeah. Terrace house. Uh huh. Terrace like a like on a house. T e r r a. Yes, yes, yes. Not like Terra, United States. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'm changing my answer again to the United States of Terra. Next question. What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? What? Is it Bay? <laughs> yes, Bay. Dri- no, honestly, I get, I find internet humor and life so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's, it's so juvenile most times uh-huh. and, and absurd and silly. And there's, I like that it's bringing a silliness to the world with that, an internet trend. I hate uh is oh boy uh here we go she's sharpening her knives over there oh uh uh maybe you don't have one maybe you love them all I love them all (laughs) you like memes 
I love memes. I absolutely love memes. I love GIFs. I love Vine mm. compilations. Well, Vine, Vine is Vine is the best of us. Vine really. is objectively the best of humanity. Yeah, RIP. I, I guess actually something I hate is, is specifically social media generated content. Mm. Like, uh, like, like people who are Instagram famous. Oh, I see. Yeah. Comedians, but don't do comedy off the internet. Right. I'm, or like do these weird, like just being weird. And I'm like, there's no real voice or artistry there. Mm-hmm. This is just for likes. And, right. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a caller on the line Good. who uh, I assume will weigh in. Caller, you're on the air with me and Maggie Widows. Hey, Colby. Good morning. <laughs> it's Tim Keck. Tim Keck. Hi, Tim. Hey, Maggie. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? You warming up your arm? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I just uh, warmed up some coffee. Oh, oh wow. I, I, I'm using uh, my roommate's coffee maker. What? And I just got regaled with the uh, with the safety instructions for it. Uh. Because uh, apparently, unlike any other coffee maker I've ever heard, uh, if it runs out of water, it'll just like keep trying to make coffee with the non-water, and it'll melt and break. What? And what kind of coffee maker very, is that? Like, you got to watch it. You can't leave. You have to stop it as soon as the water's gone. You got it. You can't walk away from this. It's like an infant child that you can't what? leave. And I was like, how do you know it's going to break? And he's like, because this already happened before, and I had to buy another one. Yeah. So then he went out, and he bought the exact same coffee maker Ugh. with the exact same design flaw in it. What? And just wants to warn everybody about it. What does this mean? Drag your roommate on air right now. This is insane. Put him on the phone. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Is it a fancy like this guy? This is like our second interaction. (laughs) What? Did he just move in? Yeah, he just moved in. Like no, I don't. I don't know. I just don't know these people. I have kind of a. I'm just on the other side of the the hall. We're we're pretty distinct. We're just kind of separate at my own entrance to this place, so I don't need to interact with anybody, really. Well, yeah. Tim, you got to move out immediately. Yeah, this what? guy has something else this going is, on. Maggie says he was masochistic earlier. This is a real, like, this is this is insane. Yeah. He had the same exact was, coffee maker. That, that is, the, is it one like, of the worst design flaws. Is it like a fancy Chemex-style one? No, it's a Mr. Coffee. It's a Mr. It's a coffee? Generic uh, looking. Oh, this guy's oh, got to go. Mr. Coffee? And I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe that this is a – because it can't be. There's nobody – there's no coffee machine that you have to watch diligently. Uh, except for, like, time. single – except for, like, the hyper fancy bougie. There's a couple kinds where it's like you got to watch the pot boil and the, that. But that is completely insane. Is this like a like – a, Right, a, but that's so you can do the next step. Right. That's like – Watch it until you're ready to do this. Is like, this is like, it does. Oh, yeah, the, by the t- yeah. Yeah. You Whoa. can get a oh, Mr. Man. Coffee yeah. at, at Bed Bath & Beyond for $20 that does not do this. You could get a French press <laughs> for 18 like I did and makes you good fucking coffee. <laughs> and you, all you have to do is put hot water in it <laughs> and then press. Oh. And then French, 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 French kiss it. That's actually <laughs> yeah. what makes it French. <laughs> 
you have to French kiss your coffee. You have to pick it up. You have to you have to smooch the hot glass before you. Well, pour not, it and in. not just smooch. It has to be tongue. You have <laughs> yeah, to exactly. tongue it. Oh, yeah, 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 it can't just be a peck. You uh, can't that's peck. That's I an American kiss. <laughs> do you think? Do you think everybody in France French kisses just like <laughs> just yeah. to say hello? Like at a family reunion, they walk up, haven't seen you in forever. Ooh, that's uh, hot to me. Like that's porny. <laughs> That's very sexy, but Tim. That's what they do. Yeah. When in French. When in when French. in French is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, so you started your day with a little coffee. Yeah. What else is what's on the docket? And I, tur- I turned on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, and I I uh, do have uh, a disagreement. I think. Here we with go. You. Here we One go. One of the last things. That was said. Which was one? These, uh, this animosity towards these like Instagram stars. Oh, which Tim I uh, entirely stars. relate to. I have deep seated hatred for for people, but I think it's just like the general deep seated uh, hatred I have for people who are more successful than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've really grown to be like way more respectful of like people who have mastered a form of communication. You know, I get that, and I totally. think a lot of this like oh, this person doesn't have a voice or opinion is like, oh, I just don't get this. <laughs> there are people who are younger than me who are like a decade younger who are like speaking this person's language entirely. Tim, I get that a lot. I think the problem is I've when I've met some of those people in IRL, uh, it's like not... Uh, so, I, Tim, this is actually interesting. I'm going to tell a little bit of an anecdote that relates to you in some way. Uh, I love an anecdote. Ooh, eight, six, seven, five, <laughs> seven, oh, seven. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I play on a softball team that plays on Saturdays. Tim, that's where we met. Um, the Brooklyn Jorts? Yes, the Brooklyn Jorts. Uh, and one Dang, t- they're still going without me? <laughs> we miss you every day, Tim. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Pour one out for me. Yeah. Uh, we don't even have someone play first base because we're so, we miss you so much, you know? Um, <laughs> leave it empty. Yeah, leave it empty. Uh, but we were playing a game, I guess, like a year ago. And in the middle of the game, a, a woman comes up and asks if she she's wearing high heels and shorts. And she says, can I please... First, she had been taking video of us and, like, making fun of us in some way. And then she's like, can I walk the field while you guys are all out there? So she walks the bases and does all this crazy stuff while her friend is filming her. We later go on Instagram. She's, like, a strict... She was, like, pretty rude to us. Um, And we go on Instagram, and she's, like, an Instagram comedian Mm. and had chopped this video up. And it was, like... I'm fine if you are a nice person and doing what you do. But this was just like so manipulative. Like it involved others mm-hmm. at, for her gain and we d- weren't aware of what was yeah. going. It, it was like so um, I get to I, I get to do whatever I want in the world and then go back and put it in my little machine, like turn it and. And I was just like, that I don't like. In in the same way that, like, the guy who, uh, I forget his name, but the awful, the truly terrible white guy 
who went to Japan and went to that. Um, oh, Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul. Like part of the Low Gang. Yeah, like that kind of Low Gang. Lo- <laughs> like I'm, I used to. I'm upset. I think it's very funny. I love watching. You know these teens on on youtube and stuff like i think i love them but people like that where it's like uh but you're missing a human a human right. part of you yes i but you're just talking about assholes in general though absolutely like, if somebody is a piece of shit then but assholes you don't want to be around them but a- there are assholes like who are, stand-up are, comedians. are given but assholes who are given who have such a platform is a very specific internet thing, I think. And obviously stand-up comedians, but like uh-huh. popular ones. But you, you are saying that... But don't you think it? No, no, please, Tim, form? go. No, no, go no. Go off, queen. Don't you, think it's, don't you think it's every form? I mean, now we have like this laundry list of like uh, 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 scumbag men in positions of power, specifically in the entertainment industry. Right. Now, I think that, like, social media is a part of the entertainment industry, and so I don't see what the difference is, well, like, 20 years from now between, like, Louis C.K. and Logan Paul, you know? I, I They're both doing agree. a thing. I completely They both have agree. an audience. Tim, Tim, I completely agree. The question was if there's one thing that on the Internet upsets you. It's that. If he had asked me if there's one thing in entertainment, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it sounds like... We're we're on the same page, I just page, like to argue. Baby. It sounds like what Maggie is saying, and correct page. me what if I'm... What is the I'm, beeper? The beeper is that someone is, is calling the <gasps> wrong number for the uh, for the call, and it's, uh, if you're listening, it's 904-351-0729. You might have been confused because I sang it wrong. No, 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 it's, 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 uh, it's, it's not your fault, <laughs> They called 8675309. Yeah. Like, where is radio? <laughs> and then we're getting the call. <laughs> here. Some guy answers, like, stop calling me. Yeah. <laughs> Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. But anyway, it sounds like what uh, Maggie, what you're saying is that uh, the internet allows these these assholes to be more publicly terrible. Yeah, like it encourages them to be to live their asshole life in a way. I think internet is able because you can capture it in these quick little right. moments where it's like, oh look, I'm pissing on a grave, <laughs> and, and it's like. <laughs> And then, like, you loop it Look, and you put a Yin Yang Twin song before, behind it, is it not and it's fair, hilarious. Not fair for you to, to, to shit on Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> that guy's all over Again, my car. Again, you have that tattoo on your chest as well, Colby. <laughs> I've got Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on, like, <laughs> the Ford logo. Yes. <laughs> Down with capitalism. That's a statement. <laughs> that is a statement. That's right. Stands for found on road dead. Yeah. Yes, King. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> uh, Tim. What made you such a good first yep. baseman? What made me? Oh, I did. I never played first base. Yes, you did. You were, you were, <laughs> what were and you? And then uh, played a lot of outfield where I was afraid I was going to drop the ball. Yes. And then uh, I think it took me a whole season to learn how to hit a ball because I'd never swung a bat before. And then, uh, yeah, then then they brought in a bunch of ringers, and I was like, oh, this isn't fun, and I stopped going. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's just I'm not actually good at softball. Yeah. And I'm much more the uh, just around for, uh, A good you know, time. That's, that's how I sport, you know? I surf by just paddling out and talking shit to people. <laughs> 
paddling yes. out. Uh, that's I love that. You just paddle out. Yeah. Oh, you don't you, need to ride the waves I love at all. That you just movie. ride the ra- waves of friendship while you're out there without a paddle. Without <laughs> in the great blue beyond. Yes, absolutely. Paddle out. Paddle I out. love that movie. I love that movie with the three boys. Yeah. <laughs> Dax <Tim>. Shepard. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Uh, yeah. And what? Matthew Lillard. And, yes. And Seth Green. And and uh, uh, Austin Powers. Uh, yeah. uh, Seth Green. Without a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. Paddle out. Paddle out. Paddle out. Without a paddle, too. Paddle out. <laughs> oh my God. Tim. So, so that person called and then hung up. Uh, well, they didn't even. They didn't. I don't know what they did. I missed them. They heard I was on a roll. Nervous. Yeah, you're on yeah, a roll. Like, uh, uh, gotta get, get out, out of here. Leave it to the pros. Get out yeah. of his way. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, we got to start wrapping the show up now. But thanks so much for calling, buddy. Hell yeah! Have a good one, gang. Bye, Bye Tim. Tim. Tim, wait, Tim. Tim. He's gone. What were you gonna say? Tim. It says it's still on. Tim. Oh, he's gone. Man, I was going to ask him a question, but... Ask me. I'll be Tim. Are you going to come to our show at Much Morris tonight? Oh, yeah, baby! <laughs> that was what Tim would say, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was, I thought that was he was my here. Tim impression. I thought he was here for a That's second. That's right. I know. I thought you had a tape I've recorder. I've mastered it. <laughs> Maggie. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming oh, and joining this show. Yeah, we got we to gotta start wrapping up. Don't they want me for... Some, no, Look, I'm of kidding. course they do. This but, was the uh, most fun. You saw folks outside. We got a uh, point of order coming in soon. Yeah, of course. We'll talk about uh, you know maybe you should stick around because you have all the Mets. Uh, you're a Mets freak. <laughs> oh man, a freak! You're a I freak can, for the this, Mets. This office for the people that don't know is painted orange and blue. And so I walked in and thought, my oh, I'm here for the Mets cast. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Mets cast. <laughs> Perfect for me. Yeah. Famed Mets fan. <laughs> Maggie Widows. Yeah. Yes. But thank you so much for coming and doing this. Thank you this. for having me. It's very fun to talk to you. A real, real fun. And everybody should go and check out the live show next Sunday. And if you are like Jack in Chicago and can't come because of things like a job or location, mm-hmm. uh, listen to our listen to it on iTunes or deadmeat.net. It's a fun time. Yeah. And it's, uh, see, we're in the midst of season two right now. Yeah. 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 Just you wait until season three. It'll be like Homeland when it got good again. <laughs> We're killing him. <laughs> He's dying. He's dying. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, you got a whole you got a whole season of episodes ready for people to check out mm-hmm. at their at their leisure. Well, it's leisure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people say like hear people say leisure though, and I'm like, what? It's, it's like when people say mature, mature instead of mature. Chamomile. Like, who, are you, who are you trying Chamomile to impress? Tea. Chamomile is one. Uh, yeah. Who are you trying to impress right now? Who? Me. The queen <laughs> is not coming, babe. <laughs> but seriously. No, absolutely. I'd love to get serious. Yeah. Thank you for coming. It was very fun. Thank you for having me. We will be back next week with uh, Bob Volfov. Finally. That guy. I went to high school with Bob. That's really? not a joke. Yeah. In California. Oh. Right? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from I thought you were from California. I am. Uh Bobo and I went to uh boarding school. Oh, I know gotcha. wild. Where? Horny. Horn, Are you allowed to hot say? and horny. Okay. Well, calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh and Bob was a year younger than me. 
so I still treat him like he's a little freshman, which is very fun in the adult world. And he's pretty That's objectively good. more successful than me. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, they say that about uh, uh, Paul McCartney and uh, John Lennon is that like John Lennon, like they met when when Paul McCartney was like nine and and John Lennon was like eleven or something. Yeah. And, uh, so and so he, he just always treated yeah. him like. It's funny because also as listeners, you'll meet Bob and he's very stoic yes. and <laughs> reserved. And then no, he's going to be a great guest. He's he's <laughs> but he's like awesome. He's hilarious. Yeah, but he's very controlled, and I just ruffle those little feathers. <laughs> I really, that's gonna. I really want to see that happen now. Yeah. You got to come back. Great. Bring us together just to bully Bob while he's in the studio. Oh, I'll go in. Anyway, Maggie, thanks for coming. Thank we are going to go out to a song by uh, a, a Brooklyn-based band called The Rizzos. This is Prom Mom. We'll be back next week on Young Persons Radio. Stick around for Point of Order. They'll be in here soon. Goodbye. Play the... the oh. There we go.